Hello everyone. This is the fifth podcast of our series Tai Chi, Life and Everything in Between with Seafood George Thomas. In this podcast, Tai Chi will be discussed in relation to yoga. How are they similar and where do they differ? I am Sangeeta and I'm going to be in conversation with Sifu. Sifu, I'd like to begin this session by asking you if you can tell us a little bit about the principle of yin and yang and how it applies to Tai Chi. What is its connection to Tai Chi? Like I've mentioned earlier, it is a balancing factor. You can say there is a female element in the male and a male element in the female. So if one is projected as either a female or a male, the actual combination is male and female. The projection may be either this or that. But ultimately, every living creature is got that yin-yang factor. No doubt about that. The entire universe is actually balancing on that. Now, when you connect that with Tai Chi, every step you take, there is a solid and an empty, active and passive. So, for example, if you are shifting your weight to the back leg, before you step forward with the empty leg, the solid is, of course, the back leg, which is bearing the weight. And as you step and the transition is taking place, gradually it is interchanging. The solid gradually empties and the empty starts to fill up and become solid. So every step in Tai Chi is the same process. In our authentic Yang family Tai Chi, it is very beautifully expressed in the forms itself. And one who practices it will feel, will obviously feel the difference between the yin and the yang or the solid and the empty. So while we practice the forms, every sequence when it is completing, it is beginning of the next sequence. So as one is concluding, another is beginning. As the day is going down into dusk and night, then you are actually experiencing on the other side a dawn and the day. So just like that, everything is connected. This is my experience. I'm trying to express as much as possible. So Tai Chi is a, a mini expression of the cosmos. Sifu, we just celebrated the International Yoga Day on June 21st. Hatha Yoga is also seen as a tool to bring about harmony between body and mind and relieve the mind of the stress of stress and so on. So how would you compare Tai Chi to yoga? In what ways are they similar and in what ways do they differ? When you mentioned Hatha Yoga, you can compare it with the physical movements of Tai Chi. And again, if you're going to compare the physical movements of Tai Chi and Hatha Yoga, you will notice 
the Tai Chi forms is blending from the previous sequence to another sequence, from that another sequence to a yet another sequence, and it goes on and on like a river flow. What is different in Hatha Yoga is you are repeating certain asanas again and again, so there is no continuity moving on to another sequence. So when you are performing one set of asana, you are focusing only on that set of you know, asanas. Then maybe you will switch over to another one. But when we start Tai Chi, it is actually the beginning of a spring where the water is springing out from somewhere on top of the Himalayas and gradually is trickling down. And the flow continues to you know, move in a certain pace, certain rhythm, and ultimately it dissolves in the ocean. So Tai Chi movements are such where you are not actually going on and on in a certain point. You are actually going with the flow. So that is a big difference between Hatha Yoga and the physical movements of Tai Chi. Now, if you want to go further into that, there's breathing. Now, in Tai Chi, the breathing is inbuilt. When I say inbuilt, it is natural. When, when we, as a living being, are having a normal life, our breathing pattern also is just comfortable and normal. Suppose there is an anxiety or fear or anger, the breathing pattern builds up, the pattern changes. Again, that is changing due to the emotion. It's natural. Now, when we are in meditation or when we are asleep, the breathing pattern is really shallow, very delicate. So all these things happen in a natural way. So when I said in Tai Chi, it is a natural breathing, it is the same. Because when we perform Tai Chi, there are so many sequences, like I said, from the beginning till the end, which goes on for about 20 to 23 minutes. There are so many sequences changing. There are so many twists and turns. Sometimes there is some little bit of leaning, twisting to the side and to the front and back. You know, all these things, there is a natural change of breathing. We are not changing the breathing pattern conditionally. We are not doing it forcefully. So this blends with the physical movement. That is the greatest advantage Tai Chi has over yoga because yoga, Hatha Yoga has its own breathing. It's, it's built uh, along with the sequence, of course, but it's repeated again and again. Now, when you talk about pranayam, it is done willfully, it is done conditionally, it is done a little forcefully, and there is a certain pattern there again. You follow a certain pattern. You're not allowing a pranayam to happen naturally. So that's the difference between the breathing and the hatha yoga of yoga and the physical movements and the breathing of tai chi. Now coming to the meditation. Naturally, when the physical movements and the breathing is blended, the mind is calm. The thought process has trimmed down. I'm not saying the thought has got, gone completely nil. 
the thought process which was vast, which was rushing to the past and rushing to the future, has trimmed down to a great deal and it's almost silenced the mind or it is almost still the mind and that also has merged with the breathing and the physical movements of Tai Chi. So all these three factors put together is why Tai Chi is known as meditation and motion. So when your mind is still, your awareness takes over, your consciousness takes over, and there is no judgmental factor. It is just witnessing. So the entire period of 20 to 23 minutes is just witnessing your own Tai Chi form. Many a times you sense your breathing and you're conscious that you're here in the now. So again, in yoga, you have Raja Yoga. Now you cannot blend Raja Yoga with Hatha Yoga. You cannot blend Raja Yoga with Pranayama. These are all three sections of yoga. Fortunately, Tai Chi has got one package of all these three. That is the greatest advantage for those who are practicing Tai Chi regularly. You don't need to spend too much of time, you know, addressing your mind separately, addressing your body separately, addressing your breathing system separately. Everything is addressed together as one package. It's a combination of physical exercise, breathing technique, and meditation. That is why it is moving meditation. Uh, Sifu, you said that um, breathing in Tai Chi happens naturally along with the movements. So we're not like very consciously focusing on our breathing. It's a natural process. But as you advance in your practice of Tai Chi, uh, does this element come in of greater consciousness to the breath? And uh, is there a very conscious process of inhaling and exhaling with every movement? Does that happen? It is happening naturally. For those who have been practicing long term, they even witness the breathing pattern. But it will, it will support only those who have understood that they are not supposed to judge anything. So when you detach from that judgmental factor, you are only a witness. And when you are a witness, you are just watching yourself, not even not even thinking the witness and yourself is different. You just are in a, in a zone where you are totally aware. And in that process, the breathing, the movements, and being in the now becomes, they become holistic. And your awareness or the consciousness is so powerful, you can you can keep expanding that awareness state or the consciousness state and fit in the entire universe and still be witnessing the external and the internal of your being. So the breathing pattern is changing when you're doing Tai Chi. No doubt about that. There are certain sequences, like for example, when you do wave hands like moving clouds, there's a certain 
you know, breathing where it could be deeper. There are certain forms when you do like something like needle at the bottom of the sea, you're actually compressing your abdominal region. The breathing pattern also is compressed a little bit. At the same time, there is a little bit of, you know, pressing on the digestive system. All these things are happening. So this breathing pattern compared to the wave ants and the needle at the bottom of the sea is vastly different. But it is blending with all the three combinations, physical, meditation, breathing. So this is the beauty of the authentic Yang family Tai Chi because the movements are constant. It is uniform and it flows just like a gentle river. Kifu, would you say that the Chi, as we understand it in Tai Chi, and Prana, as we know the term in uh, yoga, are they the same? And can you elaborate on how Chi actually works in the body and how does Tai Chi assist in this process? Yes. In India, we call it Prana. In uh, the Tai Chi language, we call it Chi. Another other word for prana. There is something called ki. The Japanese call prana as ki. Likewise, in English, they say life force or vital energy. All these things are same. Different nationalities have different terms for it. Now, we as a living creature, many a times I use the term creature. Sometimes I say human to be more specific. We as living creature, we are alive not with air alone or not with oxygen alone. Even in that air, there is a mixture of oxygen and carbon dioxide and various other things uh, which I am not well versed with. So along with that air we take in, there are particles of prana also going in. And those particles of prana is also circulating inside the nadis or the energy channels. And while practicing something like Tai Chi, we become like a magnet. We attract and draw in more prana or chi, and you have a, a greater amount of prana going in along with the breath. And prana or chi is drawn even from the ground through our pores, from the soles of the feet, from the, from the pores of the skin from the crown of our head. You know, in different ways, prana penetrates into our system more when we practice something like Tai Chi. When prana is drawn in, in that great amount or quantity, what happens is it pushes open blocked areas. It's almost like pushing open a door which was locked for a long time. It pushes open and it, the prana or the chi reaches out to areas where it was deprived of. And what happens? Immediately, all those areas, you know, takes in that and rejuvenates, revitalizes. And this goes on periodically on a regular basis when you keep doing Tai Chi, you are drawing in more, you are supplying in more, opening up more blocked areas and you are becoming 
it more harmony with the qi flow and it supplies to the internal organs it addresses the bone and joint it addresses the bone marrow it addresses the central nervous system cardiovascular system digestive system and every cell in our system and over a period of time we are actually brimming with the qi energy that is why we always say it helps to enhance our immune system our immune system becomes more and more powerful our our constitution itself has all the required medicinal materials in our system we don't need an external medicine to take so if you have an immune system like this so well grounded so well maintained even if you fall ill by chance you will recover very fast your immune system supports that so this is the this is the you know greatest thing about practicing something like tai chi it's not just giving you external factor of conditioning your muscle area or your body it also addresses the internal and it goes on further and addresses the mental health emotional health and finally we dissolve with the spirit like how the river goes and dissolves with the ocean thank you for listening tune in for more on tai chi life and everything in between with sifu george thomas next week when we will be back with a fresh episode for more information please visit the website www.taichiacademyindia.com